Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Just me, Anna Geary here today. Well, not just me, that's a little bit of a lie. I was actually asked to go on to a different podcast and speak about how we help people in marketing and how we help people use social media to attract clients. And I thought it'd be interesting for you guys to hear a bit of a mashup of that podcast on that, this podcast. So we were asked to go on to the Boostly podcast, which is run by a guy called Mark Simpson and also Liam Carolan. So it was myself and Liam that had a, a good chat. It actually happened on a, um, it was a one evening actually, and it was boiling hot in my house because I'd had the heating on all day. And where he was, it was freezing cold because um, he'd been out to his little studio that he has in the garden. But they have a podcast called the Boostly podcast, which is all about helping people in hospitality slash property businesses. So getting direct bookings for your STRs, so short-term rentals, is ultimately what that's all about. So he wants me to go on there and speak about the Get Savvy Club, our business, marketing. So if you're in property, this would be a great one for you to understand how to use social media to attract more of those direct bookings for your serviced accommodations. So listen in. Obviously, we'll put the link to the Boosty podcast here as well. So if you want to go and check out their podcast, you can do. And hopefully you'll get some a bit of a different perspective and different insights on how we work. Let's get into it. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome along, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to this live broadcast of the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that gives hosts the tools, the tactics and the trainings. And most importantly, the confidence on how you can get more direct bookings. So my name is Liam Carolan and I'm Mark Simpson's co-host. And Today, we're shining the Boostly spotlight on Anna Geary from the Get Savvy Club. Uh, she is also a co-host of the Marketing Made Easy podcast. And if you want to find out some more information about her, as we get started, you can go to www.getsavvyclub.co.uk. Um, so today, we're talking all things social media, uh, calls to action, how you can make it very easy for your customer to buy from you, and really the different ways that we can do that. So Anna, welcome along and thank you for joining me. Hello, thank Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's so much fun that we we get to do this. We were just saying, as in podcasting life is like having the new coffee, isn't it? We get to yeah. get to speak, get, get to meet people. I mean, we've we've not met before ten minutes ago, have we? But it's yeah. a case of uh, it's cool to speak about expertise and to find out. But also, I feel as though I already know you from we talked about our sons or children and stuff like that, yeah. haven't we? So. And then yeah, like we've listened to each other's podcasts as well. Like before we come on, so we're like, oh, I kind of know a bit about you. You know a bit about me. Well, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's good. It it's makes fun. a difference. And it is, it's really weird because when we started our podcast, probably it's over two years now, I knew I wanted to do a podcast um, and I'd done the training like years ago, but never, obviously what I was doing back then, I didn't, I, there was a lot of different things going on in my life and I just never got, got it out there. But then lockdown happened and it was like, right, I'm going to, and I had all the gear, no idea. It was one of those. I had like everything, all the different mics, all the, all the things that you have. But obviously when lockdown happened, it's like, actually you could just do it on StreamYard as long as you've got a decent mic, you can get going. And I, it's brought so much more than I actually thought it would do. Um, and mostly it's the people that you get to meet and have conversations with. So it's one of the favorite parts of the business really. Do you get that where people meet you and go, I, you know, I, I feel I already know you from, you know, they, they're very familiar on the basis of they've listened to you that, you know, and, and that's yeah. the great thing is. Um, the, the funniest thing was this guy, he bought one of our programs and he, 
I think it was like five or six months behind on the podcast. So it was just like, oh, I'm still in like, I think at the time it's like, oh, I'm still in November. So I've got a bit of catching up to do. And it was just the weirdest thing. So, and then we've had somebody else contact us, something we're like quite against, they do. And they said, oh, I know you're against this, but can you help us? We were like, no, <laughs> no, no. We can we can't we slag off what you do, but actually it made in the end it did make sense. We did help them, but it was just funny because we were like, okay, so you already know, but you do feel a bit of disadvantage because people would start messaging me about um mm-hmm. uh, this obviously goes out wherever all different countries, but I'm in the UK and I'm in Leicester and I'm a Leicester City fan, so I'll get if Leicester City don't do so well, random people will message me and go shame that happened, or if we're losing a great player, they'll say, oh, I can't believe he's left now hang on a minute, who are you? But they've just it's, been listening to that. Even though she doesn't, my co-host Anita doesn't let me talk about uh, football. Good in a way, because otherwise I might go off too many tangents on it and things. Do you support, have you got a football? I don't, I don't, I'm not into football at all. Oh, but so I know, like- um, yeah, I am from from Norwich. I like to see him do well, but um, yeah. I know uh, obviously our, our sort of founder, Mark Simpson, he absolutely loves Liverpool. So um, oh, you boom. can get him speaking about football for, <laughs> for ages. So, so it is good when you have co-hosts that don't go on about it. And, and like, I can make her be quiet about her, talking about Bake Off. Do you know, I'm like, yeah, but not everybody's interested in Bake Off. So yeah, it's good. It's, it's, I don't know. Now, now we're talking, I could, I definitely could talk about Bake Off. You could chat to her about Bake Off and I, yeah. I talk with Mark about football. football. No, yeah. I like it. I like it. Let's dive in, shall we? So this is the question that I'm sure you get all the time on every single podcast, which is what what is the Get Savvy Club and what problem does it solve? The Get Savvy Club um, is myself, uh, Anna Geary, that's me, and uh, my business partner, Anita Baldwin, so we came together probably 2019. Um, we knew each other already, just not very well. We kind of knew each other through the like school run when our girls are now 16, but they went to the same primary school together. So we kind of knew each other. Funnily enough, we connected on Facebook, stayed knowing each other on Facebook and then reconnected um, later on. She wanted to do networking. I sent her to various places and then we were like, hey, we could work together. So ultimately what Get Savvy Club does, it's an online business that helps our clients attract clients using social media organically. So we have helped lots of different types of businesses, but one of the industries that we help a lot is property. And into 2023, we are pretty much due to a few opportunities that we've had with different networking events and things, we're actually going more into property. So we help people in property use social media as a tool to get more more business. So what, what that may look like to them. So it could be like obviously um, yourself and Mark do, getting direct bookings that's for service accommodation people that run service accommodations or strs or, i don't know in america they call it something different don't they but getting those direct bookings it's going to make you so so much money so that's important so some people it might be joint venture partners you know so people that got money so some might be looking for money some might be looking for direct bookings some for deals so yeah we just help them get out of their own way and get out there online and uh, make it happen basically and then we have the podcast which is marketing made easy which is all about helping people, you know, tips and hints on how to how to market your business effectively to get more business. I mean, what we were talking about before we got started was that property is so closely related to hospitality. I wouldn't know about hospitality unless I learned about property first. I know there's people out there who have lived all their life in hospitality, like Mark and like uh, several of our members of, of Boostly. But it's one of those things where there's so many people out there now, now who are looking at serviced accommodation or rent to rent and rental arbitrage if if it's for our US listeners. And there's just 
every aspect of property and of hospitality, the things which transfer is is that marketing aspect, is the sales aspect. You know, it transfers to any business, doesn't it? And that's the cool thing about, um, and that's why I'm excited to dive into the Get Savvy Club tonight is to find out really what is the best way to, to kind of market the business and how can we get more people knowing about it? So before we move on to that, you mentioned, obviously, you got started really from, from going on the school run. What did you do in you know, take us back. What did you do as the previous career or previous life before Get Savvy? So I always laugh because actually, um, not last week, the week before, I, we did a guest lecture at the university here in Leicester, one of the universities, Demonfort University. So we, we lectured this social media master's course, which is quite funny to me because my background is I've got a few GCSEs and, and a BTEC in performing arts. So I have no right to be walking into a university and taking that lecture thing. But off the back of that, I went into predominantly sales, every type of sales role. I did so many different sales roles. Um, and the age that I am, you could like do lots of different jobs. It wasn't as like strict that you needed to choose careers. So I've had loads of different jobs. But then I settled on recruitment. So then I was in recruitment for 17 years, helping people in finance um, get roles. So finance directors, financial controllers, those sorts of things. But I knew I didn't want to do it anymore, but it served me because I had my children and I could do it with my eyes closed because I knew it so well. So I was lucky to work part-time but earn full-time money, but I always knew it's got to be more to it. And it was very like recruitment. If you know anything about it, it's dog eat dog, literally. Only one candidate is going to get that job. It best be your candidate. And so not only are you... I mean, I've worked in some nice companies, don't get me wrong, but then there is that kind of internal dog eat dog as well as external. So you're battling against everyone daily. And I knew I wanted to do something else. I actually started property sourcing, which I think is one of the reasons why we have so many property clients is because of the property sourcing um, that we did, uh, that, that I did. So I started a property sourcing business, did a bit of network marketing. I was already using, because I use LinkedIn day in, day out as a recruiter. I was training my clients on how to use LinkedIn because they needed help with it. And then I was doing external LinkedIn training too. So I did that. And actually how Anita reached out to me, she'd quit her job was going to work for herself. Her background is 20 odd years in marketing, out and out marketing, a huge. She's been in charge of like million pounds worth of budget for like huge banks, software companies, all different types of organizations. But she wanted to go alone, but she had no idea about networking and getting out there. And at the time I was a member of BNI and every Wednesday morning I used to go live I think it's uh, so that I didn't have to set up the room. I used to go live and chat about what I'd be doing in the week. And I used to get a lot of visitors to BNI like that. And so she'd see me live on Facebook. And this was years ago. And I thought, oh, she goes networking. I'm going to ask her. So then I was like, hey, try this one, this one, this one. Kept bumping into each other. And we're like, maybe we could do something to help people online. And that's we were going to going to just do one online program that was going to be six weeks long. And it just exploded from there. And we both sort of quit the other things that we did and went all in on this. But we do have a property company as well. So we do have serviced accommodation. So they call it rental arb. In in the US, it's just STR, but for rent to rent is rental arbitrage. In, oh, in right. Yeah, because I knew the STR, but I, I didn't, yeah. I never heard the term rental arb- arbitrage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, well, va- vacation rentals, vacation Vaca- rentals. I've, yeah, I've heard yeah. vacation rentals as yeah. well, same as holiday lets for us and things. So, <laughs> and he buy to let that she's switched to <laughs> service accommodation and STR. And then we also have a five bedroom property as well in an area called Oakham which is in Rutland, which is not far from Leicestershire, that we do the rental arbitrage with. So we, we ran that off of our old mentor of ours who just happened to buy a house off, off of her ex. And 
we she went oh i'm just going to rent it out we were like we'll have it so we rent that out as well but we don't we let somebody else manage it we don't actually do the managing ourselves because we're so busy with get savvy club helping people with their online you know with our online programs to help them get what they need to get do you know what i love about asking that question is that we really understand the what motivates you to do it but also the the amount of the lessons and the transferable skills i mean you, you talked about recruiting and, and the interpersonal skills you've got to have for that the sales oh, side yeah. of things you know also the other thing i've taken away from that is the fact that going out there and finding a business partner who's got complementary skills to yourself is so important yeah. you know and, and there's something where if people listening to this have got an idea to go off and help people in a certain way that it is entirely possible isn't it you never know how it's going to happen bni is something that we really recommend to the team boostly members just to get out there because just being out there and just telling people what you do you're going to get bookings and i get bookings from yeah. people just knowing what i do and and just being sociable and and um networking in general so that's really it cool it can be decisive can't it though between people being nice people roll their eyes and whatever but if ever i got found myself in a completely new area Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed to start all over or, I, you know, you're brand new to an area. I would go to a BNI. I would join yeah. one because instantly you've got like X amount of people that all have got you back that want you to win as well. And then you're going to, you kind of get out of your way because you're helping them win. And, and just, you just end up getting back. I mean, it doesn't, because our BNIs where we are are very like local, if that makes sense. We're not actually in one now because our business is kind of global. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would definitely recommend anybody join a decent networking uh, meeting because even I think the first time I ever went to a BNI, I used to, I didn't mention this, but I used to have a chocolate fountain high business about yes. just before I had my son who's 10. On a whim sort of thought, oh, that looks cool. Anyway, I actually hated it. <laughs> um, what I loved was going to the wedding fair, speaking to the brides, getting the bookings, all the sales, running the chocolate fountain and the actual cleaning of it and the whole, the, so I should have really like looked into it more than just going off and doing it. But when I went to that BNI at that time, I went along as like a, a guest because I'm obviously not going to clash with anyone being a chocolate fountain high business. And I got to find people that I needed for that business and for other businesses thereafter, like a, an accountant I could trust. I'm not saying that they, they should give you free advice, but you happen, you're going to, you're going to see yeah. them every week for breakfast. So you're not there to pick the brains, but you can ask them something. They'll answer something if it's really easy. Same as like I would. I was actually a BNI as a recruiter, but because I knew so much about LinkedIn, I was forever taking their phones off of them, merging things because they've got two LinkedIn accounts. I was like, you're not allowed to do that. So they say, don't they? You should do something that you meddle in. And mm-hmm. I was totally meddling in social media. I've always geeked out on social media since it became a thing. I think maybe because I quit drinking 13 years ago, maybe I, my new addiction was Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. But yeah, I used to help help them with that. So yeah, be, I would always recommend getting into some kind of networking. When you sort of side hustle, you know, whatever you like doing in your hobby, your side hustle, if you can make that your, your full-time mm-hmm. vocation, then uh, that's awesome, isn't it? So yeah. let's dive into the, the, the marketing itself. So what, are the top three either tools or social media apps or things that a host or anybody listening to this should consider when thinking about how to market their business? Yeah, in terms of social media, I would say if anybody's not on LinkedIn yet, get on LinkedIn. That one is so important. It seems to be the one that's doesn't fluctuate as much like Facebook and Instagram. The algorithms are, are all over the place and it, it makes sense, right? Because Facebook and Instagram, they make their money from you buying ads. Whereas LinkedIn, people pay for premium, which you don't need, by the way, but that's how they get their money. And they've always got their money because loads of people have premium, even though they don't need it. So 
they don't really need to focus on making more money in other ways because they they have that as their way to make money. So I think that just makes them a little bit more consistent in terms of search functionality on LinkedIn is just off the scale. Like if you've got STRs in one particular location, then you can really bother you literally sew up an entire area by searching the locations, those types of people that are going to get it. And you can just you've got and you've got 30,000, you're not going to max out. You think 5,000 is a lot until you hit it at Facebook and then you're constantly trying to like, well, who do you get rid of to let more people in? It's it's a battle, but 30,000, I mean, I'm on, on 28,000. I'm a bit more picky now. That's organically grown. That's not like me going out and just connecting with anyone. If you think I've been on it for, I think it's been going about 20 years, I think. And I've probably been on it best part of 16, 17 years or, or whatever. So, and yeah, so obviously it's, it's built. So that's important. Get on LinkedIn. TikTok, I would say is good, but it's, I also know it's not for everyone. Getting out of your comfort zone is fine, but if you hate it, don't do it. If you can feel, oh, it's just, you, you've just got to get your head around it, then still do it. So I'd say like LinkedIn, TikTok, all platforms work really, but you've just got to be clear. We always say three things actually that are important, which is um, the three C's, which is clarity. So exactly who's your ideal client? Who do you serve? How do you help people? You'd be surprised the amount of people that get stuck on that. And you literally can't move forward until you've got that. But clarity and then confidence. So confidence in what you offer, confidence to get out there, confidence in in so many different ways and also consistency. So there's no point turning up, doing loads in two weeks and then disappearing for two months and then coming back and doing loads. Well, it's actually better if you just did one post a day, five days a week on an ongoing basis. So they're the three main things, really, clarity, consistency and uh, confidence. That confidence is a a major one. And we see this Mm -hmm. a lot within the short-term rentals with people trying to do direct bookings, but not necessarily knowing how. And even once they know how, it's just somebody just going, no, this is okay. You can go out, you can do this. And is there any tips that you could have or share that it would improve people's confidence? You know, like you mentioned uh, TikTok there and instantly I start thinking of people dancing and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm not going to be going on there doing that, but even the confidence to just go live like we're doing now, is there any tips or tactics that you can share for, for people to help them with that? Yeah, so we do have a concept we train uh, called your savvy self. So there's a lot of research to suggest that having an alter ego really helps individuals. So go through a great exercise to do is write down how you want to show up in your business world. So do you want to come across as like positive, reliable, whatever, write them all down. And they're the characteristics that you need to embody. Like even like Beyonce, you think Beyonce is like just a superstar now, but she had Sasha Fierce because she goes from this quiet church girl to like shaking her ass and stay on huge stages. She had to like sort of give herself an alter ego, which was obviously Sasha Fierce. But she even says now after however many years, Sasha Fierce and Beyonce are one in the same person because they've kind of merged. So there's there's always going to be a gap of where you want to be and how you want to show up and where you are now. We're not saying don't be yourself because you've totally got to be yourself. But there are some people out there that show warts and all on their social media. And you don't have to be that person. You don't, it's, it's not really useful for you guys to hear me shouting at my kids in the morning and going, hurry up, I've got to get out of the house. Like, that's yeah. not useful. And it's not useful when people turn up on social media and, you know, start moaning about a client or complaining that something's gone wrong in their life. That just brings it down. So look at who who's around you that you like. We always say remodel because you don't want to copy people, but take the bits that you like and, and just get started, even if it's little things. But when I say they're about the confidence, if you think like we all buy certainty, like you wouldn't buy something from me if I, if I said, oh, it might work or I mm. might be, I may be able to do this. But if I said buy this thing and it will do this 
and with absolute certainty then and and i think we we say we say to people as well would you buy from you and you know if you look at the the posts that you put out or how you come across or what you do would you buy from you and if people are honest they're like actually i, I probably wouldn't because it doesn't seem that compelling it doesn't seem that you're you're on board yourself so you've got to kind of get on board yourself so that's a good exercise working out your savvy self so we all go through the process don't we of working out who our ideal client is that's like standard but then think about who's ideal for you and then how do you want to show up how do you want to be and it actually came from when i was a kid i was quite shy actually so what i used to do was i used to think right okay what would this thing all the time I used to be like what would madonna do so and i had like a picture of madonna on my wall and i'd look and i think right okay right i'm going to i'm going to do this like so there will be similar madonnas for you and it may be that people that are heavily in the boostly world are thinking that about you and also mark and it could be that actually they like ways that you show up and they could emulate and and do that everybody's going to suck at something they do the first time right everybody is like i've done sales all my life but pretty sure when i very first started on sales job whatever new sales job you're going to go through a learning curve and it's the same with um using social media and, and ultimately showing up but just remember you're showing up for your business and if you've got big people always say it sounds a bit Naff, but it's true. If you're wise big enough, you will get out of your way to to do that. So you've got your you've got your business. You want it to be a success. You want direct bookings. You don't want to give all that money to Airbnb. Um, so surely that's pain enough to to start. And, and it's not that hard once you get going. Just to highlight some of the takeaways uh, for for the people listening there, because putting yourself in that mindset of hey, what would this person do? And I find myself and openly, and I, if anybody's watching this on the live, just you know, put agree if, if you've done this, which is where I've actually said to myself in the past and still do, uh, what would Mark do in this situation? What would, oh. you know, what would, what would uh, he do in this situation? And there's another chap I follow a lot called Alex Harmozy. And he, he always, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's awesome, isn't he? Where he's yeah. saying, what would a wise man do? And it's a great question yeah. because when you remove yourself, you're not going, what, what should I do in this situation? what would that other person do and what decisions would I perceive they'd make that would be the right one and then I'll make that one too and all of a sudden you've made a decision without having to make the decision like you stop dicking about doing what you were doing and actually hey listen to this right I am not easily a fangirl but I was a fangirl when I went to traffic conversions this year and Mm -hmm. we we got to meet like oh I got to meet because obviously my business partner is too cool to wait around. But <laughs> I, I I went and uh, had like a selfie with like Alex Ormosi and also oh, Layla. Nice. And also Layla as well. So we watched, yeah, the, watched they both did a talk. So we went and watched both of those talks. It was really good. And it actually Layla's talk was pretty much just saying basically to have a good business, you've just got to be awesome at recruiting. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, box ticked. Like I did that for like seven <laughs> years. Although I never yeah, really like... thought about it that much within <laughs> this business, bizarrely. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a good fangirly moment. But yeah, I really do like, I think his book's just fantastic. And there's, oh, there's, yeah. new, there's new books coming as well. There's like, um, you know, this one's offers, then there's going to be a sales one and there's going to be a something else one. So there's loads. But yeah, you're right. If you can think of like, we had, used to have this mentor and to be fair, she's probably about, I'm not going to say how many more years older I think that she is than me, but she must be like 20 years older than me or something, 15, 20 years older than me. And I always think like, that's what I want to get to, that I want to be like her. And so I think about, would and we have... We had two clients, right, in that in our business that wouldn't take any crap from anyone else. So, so sometimes we do refer to them. We say like, "Be more Barry." 
more Barry and Chris, depending on, on what you want to do. But yeah, you can have a couple of role models that you think have got successful in a way that you would want to get successful because you like their maybe their, their integrity or the way that they come across or their no-nonsense way of being and then start to, to forge your way doing a similar thing. It can, it can massively help. And, you know, learn from other people's mistakes. Learn from what works. You already see it works for someone else. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. Get your own way of doing that thing. Well, one of the other things you mentioned was the consistency. And this is something that I see time and time, and I'm guilty of as well, of, of not being as consistent as, as I should be for social media. And I think it's a feeling that as busy hosts, a lot of us feel. And is there any advice you'd have? And is there any software that you'd recommend to use to help schedule posts or to to make that job a little bit easier? Because of the algorithms with these social media platforms, they're not stupid. They know if you are using a third-party app. So they know if you're scheduling, they know if you've you're trying to cheat, then ultimately what they really want is you to love their platform and for you to spend all day, every day on it. That's why TikTok rewards those people that, that do that. So it can be harder with TikTok. We do advise, try and say like, don't schedule. It's better that you do your own posts, but there's ways of sort of cheating the system, if you like, not cheating the system, but if you get up in the morning, you get that post out, it's done. It's not in your head anymore. It's not weighing on your mind i don't know if you've ever read atomic habits by um james clear yeah in that he talks about habit stacking so if you can easily go and i can't easily do this but if you're someone that loves the gym and you can easily go to the gym every day when you're at that gym why not do your social media post at that time so and you link those habits and then you you get it done so it might be that actually every morning at nine o'clock you have a coffee do your LinkedIn post then. I'll tell you, there's, I don't know if you've messed about with it yet, but there is a new thing called Chat GPT. Have you heard yeah. of it? We were talking about it. We've, we've done a video. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I'm addicted, I'm addicted to it, you know. I keep asking it the silliest of questions. Um, but it's great because if you haven't heard of it and you're listening to this, you can practically ask it anything and it will write it for you. <laughs> Me and a friend were talking earlier. He asked it to write a disparaging essay about a certain person <laughs> and they just it, it just did it. It's a bit of a game changer for those people. If you If you earn your money through being a social media manager and mm-hmm. you create posts for people, I don't think you're going to have a job for much longer because no, you just use this. And my business partner is more the words person than me. Like I'm happier to speaking like this, but when it comes to actually writing things down, I find it a bit of a, so <laughs> often I'm lazy yeah. with my social media posts because you don't need to do war and peace with your social media either. It can just be like, what a question. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing that, that helps if you, if you let yourself off the hook that you turn up every day, but it doesn't have to be, highly educational it doesn't have to be really informative or entertaining or this or that can just be like you've done a poll on linkedin but you've but you've shown up is the point so i'll give you an example we use Streamyard to record our podcasts and it's great because we can go live at the same time um, across different platforms but the platforms know that we're using Streamyard, so the views on that video is less or fewer the right way of saying it, is it are fewer than if i just go if i just got my phone and press live on facebook so they do know so but i, I think the, the best thing is to just get that post out first thing in the morning but also give yourself a break so if you know you've got a particularly busy time over so long because you're going to do x y and z you can schedule a bit so we're not as like strict on it but the worst thing you can do is hire a social media manager and pay them a few hundred pound a month to do it for mm. you because they don't know the business they don't care social media managers or people to do your social media for you are great if they work in your business and they are yeah. absorbed in the business and they care about that bit. 
you think of your social media manager and we do get a lot of hate for this and you've got like 300 pound or 400 pound to do some on social media well they're not going to be able to live off of that a month are they so they're going to need like five 10 different clients so how much can they care about each one box ticking exercise to get something out so think about the end in mind really and if you can afford someone within in-house great if you can't you need to do it yourself and get people to because no one's more passionate than than you are about it and find what works best for you so some people prefer to do an image and some writing some just a bit of copy some people prefer to go you know do video so there are lots of different ways that you can do it so don't uh, i mean just doing a selfie on linkedin and a few words can sometimes just go flying. So yeah, just play about with it. But yeah, there's no real cheat thing apart from obviously this new chat GPT. That's a cheat. To, you could sit on there in 15 minutes, you could create yourself like 20 posts and you sorted yeah. them for the month. It's a game changer, do... isn't it? Yeah, I love it. And, and for people... It. What's for the weirdest people... thing you've asked it? You know, you know, I haven't played around with it that much. I've, <laughs> I've actually gone on there. you got a life, you got and, a life. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I just haven't had time to, to look, but I have always used, I've always used something called copy.ai, which was, it's a much stripped out version of, cool. of, yeah, of, yeah. of chat bb uh, yeah. uh what is it chat g for everyone listening is chat g gpt gpt chat yeah. gpt yeah golf and papa golf papa tango golf papa tango they need a catchier name don't they yeah <laughs> um, they do but, but when it comes down to but it part uh, of me feels like don't tell anyone you, I know that is the thing. But, I mean, the secret's out, isn't it? It's all yeah. over TikTok and places like that. But yeah, this yeah. is the thing where one of the concerns I often get from hosts is, hey, can I just pay someone? I'm busy hosting. Can I pay somebody else to do all of my social media posting? And you've just mentioned, and I've fell into that trap where I've paid people before and they've done okay, but it suddenly became- They're not trying a- to be crap. They're no, not, no, you know, they don't set, I genuinely believe they set out to do a great job by you. I genuinely yeah. believe that, but they're not as passionate. They ran, you know, when we did that, that talk at that uh, university to yeah. social media masters, obviously most of those people are actually got sites on becoming a social media manager or going into digital marketing in some way. One of the students put the hand up and she asked, what do you do when you run out of ideas? And I said, I promise you, yeah. if it's your own business, you, you won't you never run, run out. You can't run out because yeah. every day is different. You can document something that you're doing, things evolving, things are changing, mm-hmm. whatever. But I said, if you're a social media manager, you can't work with them until unless you're going to really partner with them. And that yeah. they've got to speak to you regularly. They've got to give you information about what's happening there and what's going on and whatever. And you've got to have a tight relationship with them because if not, then you can't. But yeah, I don't think anyone sets out to do a bad job, but... You know, it's just time. less personal, isn't it, yeah. when, when somebody else is doing it? And and this is the thing. If you've got somebody working in your business, and there's lots of ways you can do that with VAs or, or employ somebody, you know, locally part-time, but as long as they're within your business and care, and the person who cares the most is yourself, who's continually yeah. growing, and, and that's such a good point. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review, and subscribe. Awesome. So that was a little bit of a different episode of the podcast for you today, which is a mashup of a podcast. Something different. Um, always good to freshen things up, isn't it? So obviously reach out, email us, contact us through the website if you need anything. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.